Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Bible Blender Show, where we take an unbiased, interesting, and occasionally provocative deep dive into the Bible scriptures. As we delve into the scripture, I encourage you to have a copy of the Bible on hand so that you can follow along. Alternatively, you can visit BibleBlender.com for a complete translation of the Bible, along with detailed notes on today's lesson. I'm Brian Haddock, broadcasting from Dallas, Texas. Hope you enjoy the show. Let's talk about how to read and interpret or, or understand the Bible's Old and, and New Testament texts. Many Bible readers feel that they struggle interpreting the true meaning of the biblical text. And in truth, any translated text will be difficult to understand, and, and even more so when the text is a sacred religious tome translated by interpreters who went to great lengths to ensure that they didn't alter the original meaning in any way. We find that in, in Nehemiah 8, it hints that, that even ancient readers sought help interpreting the Bible's message. In fact, it provides a wonderful story illustrating how the ancients read and understood the Bible. When the seventh month came and the Israelites had settled in their towns, all the people came together as one in the square before the water gate. They told Ezra, the leader of the law, to bring out the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded for Israel. So on the first day of the seventh month, Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly, which was made of men and women and all who were able to understand. He read it aloud from daybreak till noon as he faced the square before the water gate in the presence of the men, women, and others who could understand. And all the people listened attentively to the book of the law. Ezra, the teacher of the law, stood on a high wooden platform built for the occasion. Ezra opened the book. All the people could see him because he was standing above them, and as he opened it, the people all stood up. Ezra praised the Lord, the great God, and all the people lifted their hands and responded, Amen. Then they bowed down and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. The Levites instructed the people in the law while the people were standing there. They read from the book of the law of God, making it clear and giving the meaning so that the people understood what was being read. So we can see there that, that even the ancients had trouble understanding some of what they were reading. But reading the Bible can be an easy endeavor if you have a workable process to follow. Most people can read between 200 and 300 words per minute. And at a rate of 200 words per minute, it would take only about 65 to 70 hours to read the Old and New Biblical Testaments, or, or a little over 10 minutes a day to complete the Bible reading in, in one year. If you check on BibleBlender.com, we, we have a reading schedule that lists the number of chapters in each book of the Old and the New Testament, along with the, the estimated time to read each one of those chapters. It serves as a good reference and, and, and maybe even a little uh, incentive to get you guys reading the Bible. Guidelines for Reading and Understanding the Bible as you can see, the total reading time does not present an insurmountable task. Even the slowest reader can read the entire Bible cover to cover in less than a year. And everyone is perfectly capable of interpreting and comprehending the Bible's true meaning if they recognize that the book is a translation of ancient texts and follow these simple guidelines.
put the text in context and beware of pre-existing bias. First, note the historical, social, and political setting in which the text was written while considering your own personal pre-existing historical, cultural, and religious biases. It's quite common for a biblical story's true meaning to differ dramatically when the context under which it was written is taken into consideration. If you are a new Bible reader with, with little knowledge of its overall message, a good commentary, well, let's say Bible blender, may help reveal the proper context. In most cases, despite the symbolic or figurative language used in the Bible, the meaning is clear to the reader, regardless of any unusual, vague, or exotic words and phrases. Still, consider potential differences in the meaning of of words in ancient times and take the time to research the definition of the words that that you don't know or, or that seem to be out of place in the text. At the same time, take take great care in ensuring that, that you don't take don't make the Bible say what you want it to say. Don't, don't force the text to support your preconceived idea of what it should or may say. Read and interpret scripture as a whole. Don't restrict yourself by by isolating words, verses, paragraphs, or even books of the Bible. Begin by interpreting at the paragraph level, then to the chapter level, but remember to search for the bigger picture throughout. Read a variety of translations or use Hebrew-Greek lexicons to coax out the meaning behind the original Hebrew or Greek words. Uh, Grammatical practices in sentence structures differed greatly in ancient times, and and some translations do a better job than others in in considering the impact of the difference on the the true meaning of the text. However, for for a translation to capture the true meaning of the original text without substantially altering the structure of the text, it's an impossible endeavor. Thus, the the reading of various translations may be required to to fully grasp the author's message. Identify the genre of the text you are interpreting. Knowing that the genre of the text is critical to understanding the context and the the purpose of the respective writing. Uh, Some of the genres found in the Bible include in the Old Testament, Hebrew narrative, often historical stories, uh, judicial law, Hebrew prophecy, and, and Hebrew poetry. In the New Testament, we find narrative stories. We find parables, letters, and, and apocalyptic literature. Read it once. Read it again. Once you've completed a biblical book, read it again. Given, given the experience gained during the first read of a chapter, the, the context during the second reading is going to differ, and a new understanding will emerge. At the very least, you should have a grasp on the book's genre that we just talked about before beginning the second reading. And contrary to what most people think, the, the New Testament might require a bit more work than the Old Testament. The, the New Testament was wit- written in Greek and Aramaic, a, a complex language. It's filled with, with abstract concepts and, and various differences in meaning. And as such, studying the New Testament requires a, a little more diligence and may even require a third reading. Supplement your reading and validate your interpretation using a variety of commentaries. 
commentaries are, are often written by subject matter experts or, or teams of experts. For instance, the, these experts, they possess vast amounts of knowledge about, about the Sadducees vital to understanding the, the book of Matthew. Uh, similarly, if you have no knowledge of Gnosticism, your, your understanding of the book of Colossians may, may differ from an expert's opinion. Experts may interpret texts in a manner that, that you had not considered. However, do not place the importance of the commentary's explanation over your own interpretation and understanding of the word. Allow God to lead your interpretation and don't fear challenging experts' opinions while keeping an open mind. Think about what you've read. Once you've completed the study of the text, take the time to stop and consider how the principles it reveals could apply to you today. And if you, if you really want to retain what you just learned, make the effort to pass it along to someone else. Other factors to consider when reading the Bible, uh, geography. In many instances, it may help to understand the geography of the story. The, the Bible's story took place over many locations, most of which are unfamiliar to modern-day readers. A Bible atlas will assist by injecting into the story, into the story a, a concrete backdrop, which may help put the message in context with the time that it was written. Should you read the Old Testament? Uh, many wonder if they should read the Old Testament, but Romans 15.4 tells us, For whatever was written in earlier times, the Old Testament, was written for our instruction, that through perseverance and encouragement of the Scripture we might have hope. So when reading the Old Testament, understand that it was written in Hebrew, a, a simple language with a lot of vague nuances. Its language is, is very concrete and dry. Also, the, the Old Testament is, is not always in chronological order. Many, many will find that surprising. The, the list of chapters that, that we believe would be in chronological order differ greatly. For instance, Job's probably the first book, not Genesis. Uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Psalms, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, the, the list goes on. They, they just, they simply aren't in chronological order. And you need to make sure that you understand that when reading the Bible. Singular or, or dual meanings in the Bible. Most scholars will say the text in the Bible has a single meaning, and I would never constrain myself to such a belief, nor would I encourage others to do so. The, the Bible texts were written by men who were, who were past knowledge by an entity far greater than man. To presume such a constraint when interpreting the Bible to me would be a mistake. It's one that would prematurely eliminate dual messages or interpretations that that we may simply be incapable of comprehending at this time. And finally, if you have questions, feel free to contact me from BibleBlender.com. Um, similarly, if you, if you would like to propose an alternative interpretation of any of the writings on BibleBlender, don't hesitate to contact me to discuss that. Better yet, register an account on BibleBlender and participate in, in the open forum comments below each article. If you would like more information about today's show, including detail, pictures, video, 
in article links to word definitions, reference verses, and more, visit BibleBlender.com. And remember to send any questions or comments about this show or anything you'd like me to cover on upcoming shows to feedback at BibleBlender.com. For an introduction to Bible Blender and its purpose and stance on the biblical text, check out our introductory episode or visit the About page on BibleBlender.com. Until next time, stay safe, be happy, and continue studying and living by the Word of God.